Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi everyone, this is Anne-Marie and it's great to be with you again today. We've got another very special guest lined up. Now, there's been an amazing immense rise in freelancers and solopreneurs over the past few years. And most of those freelancers are millennials with approximately 37% of freelancers being the age of 18 to 25 and 40% being between the ages of 26 and 35, not to mention 71% of all those freelancers and solopreneurs being women. Now, my very special guest today is Lauren Tharp, and she fits into all of those three categories. She's a millennial, she's a woman, and she's a freelancer. Now, working as a freelance writer, Lauren helps small businesses bring their brands to life through the use of blogging, articles, and other written content. And she's also dedicated to helping fellow writers get started as freelancers. And over the past three years, Lauren's helped aspiring writers live the life they've always dreamed about through free ebooks, blog posts and bi-monthly newsletters and today she's unveiling her newest service one-to-one mentoring and on the day's show Lauren's going to share why being a freelancer and being a solopreneur are essentially the same thing and why this lifestyle is amazingly fulfilling why writers and bloggers no longer have to go it alone when they decide to take the plunge and go freelance and the most important element to any freelance business and so much more welcome to the show Lauren. Hi, Anne-Marie. It's great to be on. (laughs) Look, it's such a special occasion to have you on the show because what a lot of people don't realize is that you and I used to work together because uh, you used to write a show blurbs for uh, the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. I did. <laughs> yes. And you did so very incredibly well. I love your writing style. You really do have a oh. gift. So it's so exciting to hear that you're now going to be supporting other freelancers in uh, bringing their gifts to the world as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. When I was writing the show blurbs for your show, I obviously had to listen to all of your episodes and I just, I fell in love with your work and I just, I had to get, you know, to know you and it's such an honor to actually be on one of the shows I used to write the blurbs for. Yeah, look, it's it's fantastic. It's great. So tell me, Lauren, what does it mean to be a freelancer? And I mentioned in the opening that it is very similar to being a solopreneur and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, When you're a freelancer, you are your own business, and that is pretty much the same thing as being a solopreneur. To me, a solopreneur is an an entrepreneur who goes it mostly alone. Mm -hmm. I think of you as 
a solopreneur in a way. And, you know, when you become a freelancer, you are your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's so true. I mean, when we look at the word solopreneur, it really is you're starting up your own business and a lot of solopreneurs, particularly if they're writing and editing and so forth, such as, you know, the gifts that you have, they're providing a service-based business. And the term freelancer, let's just very briefly give our description of what we believe that freelancer is. That really is somebody who doesn't necessarily work for one particular organisation or company, but has multiple different clients. They freelance. They do work for multiple different clients from all different sources. Is that how you would define freelancer as well? Yes, that's basically it. You have your own business, your own brand, but you work with multiple people who come to you. Mm -hmm. And it is a very uh, service-based business. You know, a lot of people get into freelancing because they think, oh, you know, I won't have to deal with the public anymore. And I always say, well, who do you think your customers are? (laughs) That's right. It's like, oh, I don't have to deal with people anymore. It's like, hang on a sec. Aren't your clients going to be people? Absolutely. (laughs) But I think it's so different when you think about working for someone and being employed. Whereas with a freelancer, of course, you are your own boss. You make the decisions. You have the strategies. You provide the service, which is very exciting. Can also be a little bit scary too, because of course you are very much in charge of the results in your business and getting out there and getting your own clients. So tell me, Lauren, I mean, we've said that there's been a rise in freelancing over the past few years. Have you found that as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even my own parents, who are part of the millennial generation that you mentioned in the intro, ended up having to go freelance because they lost their jobs. And whether it's out of you know, desperation and not having anywhere else to turn to, or the most common reason that was noted in the research study by the International Freelancers Academy was that people were suddenly wanting to have jobs that allowed them to do something that was more meaningful. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure exactly what caused this, but there has definitely been a rise in freelancers over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The U.S. Census is predicting that freelance businesses is going to grow by one and a half million by next year. Wow. Yeah. And I know here in Australia, there are always uh, talks on the news about organizations having to downsize and people, unfortunately, losing their jobs. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, when people are in that situation, it is terribly disheartening and, and quite frightening to think, oh, my goodness, you know, what's the future going to hold? But you mentioned something I think that's so true is that people then, because of some significant event, and of course, losing your job is a very significant event, they decide, you know what, I'm going to actually start following my dreams. There's been something that I've always dreamed about. And this is, it really is the catalyst. That situation is the catalyst to them stepping out. And it's like once they've done it, I mean, you've probably spoken to a number of people too who are now in their own business. And it's like, oh, I really should have done that, you know, years ago. But it just happened that something occurred and it kind of prompted them on that journey. Now, we mentioned also too that quite a few more women Women are drawn to the freelance lifestyle. Why do you think that's so? Well, in my experience, a lot of freelancers are mothers who want to have more time to spend with their their wee ones and just having the flexibility to set 
their own schedules and to determine exactly how they spend their time and who they spend it with is very appealing to most women, especially mothers, but women in general, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, many years ago, I'm not sure if, if you're aware of this, and I know a lot of people who've been listening to the show, I've mentioned it a few times. That's why I started my business. Goodness, I think it's some 18 years ago. And it was because I had my first daughter. And after around 12 months of being at home with her, which I absolutely enjoyed, having come from full-time work, it was like... And having, you know, I gave that up because I wanted to to stay home with my family. I thought, you know, there's got to be a little bit more. You know, my brain was starting to go a little bit, you know, as it tends to do. You get mummy brain, which is nothing wrong with that at all. But I just needed that extra stimulation. So I remember my husband saying to me, now, if we bought you a computer, do you think you could do something with that? And so I often laugh when I look back or I think back to that situation because it's like, wow, who would have known that from that, you know, my husband saying, if we bought a computer, would you be able able to do something from home to where I am now and absolutely you know with the technologies and and that we can tap into you know the world's our oyster don't you think oh absolutely you've certainly done well for yourself and my origin story was one of more of desperation in that you know I lost my job my guy lost his job and we were you know starving and Mm. suddenly my my friend Danielle said you know stop being stupid and do what you've always been good at and Mm -hmm. write. And I noticed that a lot of freelancers, you know, have been in that situation where it's just like, there's no jobs, no one's hiring, there's no work. And then we created our own jobs. Mm-hmm. And look at how much fun you're having and contributing to the world. I believe every one of us has an inner brilliance. And yours, of course, is around writing and being able to support your clients in that area. I mean, how many people do you know struggle with writing? And it's so important in a business. I mean, we mentioned that you help brands bring their organizations, bring their brands to life through blogging, through articles and other written content. I mean, how much written content? content is out there on the internet that people are devouring each and every day. So I'd imagine from a point of view of a prospective or aspiring freelance writer, there is so many opportunities out there to bring your craft to the world and get paid for doing so. Uh, absolutely. Writing is everywhere. I mean, not just online, out in the real world too. I mean, like You get a meal at a fast food restaurant and you have a tray liner and there's a little blurb about how great the french fries are. That was written by a writer. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and there's no end to writing jobs it's everywhere you're surrounded by writing every yes. day <laughs> every single piece of a brochure or a, a headline or something you know advertisements on tv which we kind of love to hate but when you put your hat on from the point of view of a writer a copywriter a freelance writer you really see it with a different perspective and it's like wow that was really quite savvy you know I notice that myself too. You read a headline, you think, wow, that was fantastic. Now, someone could have put hours of work into putting that together and uh, it's made such a big impact, which is what can happen, you know. So tell me about what do you think is the most important aspect of a freelance writing business? The most important aspect of a freelance writing business is you. You are the one who is in charge. You're the one who it ultimately comes down to how you handle crisis situations like if a PR disaster happens Mm -hmm. it's up to you to handle it it's up to you to 
put your best work out there for your clients. Everything about your business comes down to you, and it's up to you to make sure that you stay healthy, that you always work with excellence, Mm -hmm. that you are the only one who can persevere and keep going, even feel like quitting, even if something goes wrong. Whether you succeed or fail is entirely up to you when you become a freelancer. Yeah. And I think that's so important to mention because whilst having your own clients and running your own business and being able to make decisions for your timetable, your schedule and so forth is exciting. And for many of us, there is a level of freedom that we wanted to. And knowing that, you know, the choices were ours to make. There is also that aspect of running a business that because you are in control, you really are in control. And that means that decisions that you make or don't make can either mean that your business is successful or not. And so that's really important. But Lauren, I'd love for you to share just some of the projects that you've been involved in. What are some of the things that you've been doing? Because I think it's really, let's just paint a, a great picture for an aspiring freelancer about what they can kind of achieve in their business and through showcasing some of the things that you've worked on as well. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of blogging. I write articles uh, both online and offline. I do copywriting, like light copywriting. I end up writing uh, sales pages for people, you know, those long pages (laughs) that come on (laughs) to. That go on and on and on, yes. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, I have all the PayPal buttons to buy the product that I write a lot of those. I write a lot of product descriptions for uh, catalogs and online stores just to describe the item that's being sold. Mm-hmm. But primarily I write blog and online articles. Yes. So that's really content development so that your clients can then go and share that on their blogs to, again, it's all about visibility, isn't it? So you're really helping them be visible through the content that you're creating. Oh, absolutely. And I write a lot of about pages and web page writing. Mm -hmm. For instance, I had a client fairly recently where they had a product that was highly technical, but they were trying to sell it to the everyman. Mm -hmm. But their original text was written in, you know, the scientific tech writing and it just was not connecting with their target market and so I was called in to rewrite everything to make it something that everyone can understand and you know instead of telling how you know scientific and complicated this device was I went in and said hey if you use this thing your workers will no longer be killed by forklifts Mm -hmm. and suddenly everyone started buying oh (laughs) now we know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah yeah look as you're describing that and I'd imagine you've got lots of different clients from multiple different industries selling all sorts of different gadgets and services and so forth as a freelance writer if someone is listening today and thinking you know what I really think that I have got a gift in writing what would you say are some of the qualities and strengths that you use that people can start to recognize in themselves to say, hey, I really could do this. I can really start up my own freelance business. What do you think are some of the qualities and characteristics that make a really good freelance writer? Well, to be a very good freelance writer, first of all, you need to be good at writing. Mm. (laughs) And I would Try to ask people who aren't your friends and family if you're actually good at it, just so that you get an honest opinion. Mm -hmm. And the other qualities that you really need 
I am a huge believer in staying organized because at first you might not have too much stuff going on, but it piles up very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you need to constantly stay on top of things. You need to practice a lot of self-discipline because even though you get to set your own deadlines, you do actually have to meet those deadlines. Yes. And you will be working with the public and you have to be polite and professional at all times, even when things are going badly. You have to stick to it. Yeah. And I'd imagine yeah. too, Lauren, and this might be something that you do quite automatically, in that you have to be able to really understand at a deeper level the client, the client's needs, their whole approach, and be able to absorb that information so that when you are writing, yes, you're bringing your expertise in writing to the field, to your work, but you're also doing so from the viewpoint of the client so that you bring their brand voice to life kind of thing so I'd imagine that that's something that can be developed but you have to have that kind of ability to be able to do that create something that really speaks and comes across as really you know being the feeling the touch points all of those things of your client would you say that that's important oh absolutely I mean it's just so important Mm. you have to be able to put yourself in the reader's shoes or if you're doing copywriting you have to put yourself in the buyer's shoes to be able to sell whatever you're you know, writing about. Mm -hmm. And I recently talked about on my blog, using not just your own voice, because a writer's voice is very important, but to use the voice of your readers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Because in the end, everything that we produce is for someone else. You know, it's for the readers. And if you ask yourself, like, who am I writing this for? And you don't have an answer then chances are it's a vanity post and you're writing it for yourself and that shouldn't be something that gets put out there yeah absolutely so very very important now you talked about your blog so tell us a bit about the article series because you've been writing an article series the freelancers writers or the freelance writers abcs can you tell us a little bit about that series Uh, Absolutely. It's a series of 26 articles. It has an alphabet theme. A is for action, B is for blogging, C is for contracts, and so on and so Mm -hmm. on. And it's basically 26 lessons that every freelance writer needs to know, and it will help them, you know, learn just how transparent they should be with their writing, what querying is, and how they can get their pitches read by editors, how important research is, and even some of the side effects of becoming a freelance writer, like weight gain. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, because of course you're sitting there at your computer typing all the time. I love that. And, you know, it really speaks to what we were saying before about some of the key skills and understandings that you need to have as a freelancer to be able to create high quality work that your clients are going to love. And of course, their clients are going to love. So that those are all very important. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> now, you mentioned also, too, about ebooks, and this is something that you help clients develop. And of course, it's, you know, getting their brand out there. So tell us about because you've got a free ebook. How can people get a copy of that free ebook? Oh, yes, I have a free ebook. It's called Little Thoughts Writing Adventures in Freelancing, and it was featured as one of the top 50 best resources for freelancers on Be a Freelance Blogger. Wow, congratulations. It, oh, thank you. <laughs> and it's 105 pages long, and it has just articles on 
freelance writing, freelancing in general, and how to handle different situations. And it is absolutely free for anyone who signs up to my bi-monthly newsletter. They don't even have to stick around for the newsletter. They can unsubscribe as soon as they get the book if they want to, but I hope they stick around. (laughs) Absolutely. Why wouldn't you want to? I mean, here you are, you're you're a freelance writer, you're running a successful freelance writing business. And I know myself that if I'm looking at getting into an industry and for all those aspiring freelance writers, you know, you go and you stick very closely to someone who has been there, who has done that. And I'd imagine that the ebook and of course, all of the mentoring services that you provide really helps people stay focused on what they need to do there's probably a lot of different mistakes and you know bumps in the road that you've gone through and through your support and your expertise and your mentoring services Lauren I'd imagine that you help people navigate through those and cut them out so that they don't need to do all of the you know the the mistakes that perhaps you did many years ago as well is that correct? Oh that's absolutely correct Uh, one of the things that I really take pride in when it comes to The way I help others is that I'm not afraid to talk about any mistakes that I've made or any hardships I've gone through. A lot of professionals, and especially those who are getting into the mentoring side of things, try to, you know, come off as these perfect goddesses of wisdom and that they've never had any errors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I have, you know. You know, stuff happens and it happens to everyone and I'm not afraid to say so. Yeah, I'm a firm believer too. We learn from our mistakes and sometimes the biggest opportunities have come through hiccups and, you know, bumps in the road and uh, being able to share those learning opportunities, I think, with others is, yeah, something really special and it helps our clients uh, generate levels of success far quicker. I mean, yes, there's all of the right steps that they need to take and the right elements that they have in place, however, they can certainly accelerate their journey to getting clients and, and running a successful business when they know um, things that they shouldn't do or things that they should, yeah, that they should concentrate on and that's so important. Uh, so true. Actually, I had a bit of a PR disaster over the past weekend and I handled it very well and somebody noticed how well I handled this particular issue Mm -hmm. and offered me a job. (laughs) Oh, wow. There you go. (laughs) There are always opportunities in situations where you think, oh, my goodness, someone's just pulled the carpet from under my feet. But there's always opportunities out there. So that's fantastic. And again, this is another success in that you're really, you're not just telling people or showing them or sharing with them what to do. You are actually living it. You're implementing it and it's definitely you're walking your talk which is great oh yeah that's that's another thing that I think is special about my mentoring is that I'm not looking back on my career and trying to remember what it was like while I'm helping others I'm actually you know I'm an active freelancer myself I'm in the now you know (laughs) I I understand what they're going through (laughs) now what's your website my website is littlethoughts.com, L-I-T-T-L-E-Z-O-T-Z. Right. Fabulous. And of course, for those of you who are listening to the show from the website, all of the links and there's a lot of different resources that Lauren has also shared as well, some other statistics and things that you can read, that will also be there on the show blurb. If this is the first time that you're listening to the show, then welcome. It's great. I know Lauren has shared some incredible tips and strategies. And if you've been thinking about the possibility of starting your own freelance writing business, I certainly encourage you 
you to go over to her website, read her series, grab her ebook, and of course, uh, sign up for her bi monthly newsletter. And if you haven't already done so, pop across to iTunes and subscribe to our channel because we have a great guest expert every week, just like we've spoken to Lauren today. And you don't want to miss out if you want to build a successful business, you want to listen to all of the guest experts and the strategies that they share week after week. Thank you so much again for coming on the show, Lauren. Thank you for having me, Anne-Marie. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.